0: This is an audio cast of the Frontline program Trump's Showdown, premiering October 2nd on PBS and online.
1: Tonight on Frontline,
2: Appears Muller has convinced yet another witness to cooperate
3: the Russia investigation heating up on several fronts.
1: A White House at war.
3: But
4: I say, how do you beat somebody that hasn't done anything wrong?
1: With itself?
4: stunning
5: op-ed headlined, I am a part of the resistance... ...claiming to be a senior official...
6: ...and the the Justice Department.
3: Department. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein talked about possibly invoking the 25th Amendment.
7: Rosenstein has disputed and denied that report. If
6: Democrats take control of the House, they are going to be a subpoena-generating machine. This White House is going to find itself playing permanent defense.
8: Trump has been waging a deliberate war on the whole idea that there is such a thing as independent justice.
4: All we hear about is this phony Russia witch hunt. That's all we hear.
5: President Trump is escalating his assault on the investigators who
4: are investigating him.
9: He's attacking the very nature of the Department of Justice.
4: The FBI,
10: it is a disgrace.
1: From Frontline's award-winning political team.
9: Trump viewed
10: the entire intelligence community and the FBI as enemies.
1: A two-hour special investigation.
6: And the Team Mueller has assembled maybe the A-team of prosecutors for an entire generation.
11: You should be afraid. You should be very afraid.
1: Inside the turmoil.
12: President Trump, the cloud, as he calls it, hangs over his entire presidency, that he doesn't really understand where it's going, or what's coming next, and if it's coming for him.
13: The politics.
12: No collusion, no nothing.
13: This president may feel empowered to move to either fire Bob Mueller, or fire Jeff Sessions, or fire Rod Rosenstein, or find some way to shut this investigation down.
1: On the showdown with the 45th president.
14: The way that the president can be removed, if that's the goal, is through impeachment and conviction by the Senate, or through elections. And that's why it's the American people who are going to decide Trump's fate.
13: Fireworks on Capitol Hill.
3: Firestorm hovering over this the is White House. House. The it's under siege. The
14: stakes could not be higher.
1: Tonight, Trump's showdown.
3: By the news that Michael Cohen made Extraordinary yesterday. Extraordinary
15: moment in American history.
16: Frontline is made possible by contributions to your PBS station from viewers like you. Thank you. And by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Major support is provided by the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, committed to building a more just, verdant, and peaceful world. More information is available at macfound.org. The Ford Foundation, working with visionaries on the frontlines of social change worldwide at fordfoundation.org. Additional support is provided by the Abrams Foundation, committed to excellence in journalism. The Park Foundation, dedicated to heightening public awareness of critical issues. The John and Helen Glessner Family Trust, supporting trustworthy journalism that informs and inspires. The Wincoat Foundation. And by the Frontline Journalism Fund, with major support from John and Joanne Hagler, and additional support from William and Helen Pounds.
5: from power between the president-elect and top intelligence... President-elect Trump is about to get
17: all of the details from U.S. intelligence... Intelligence officials are expected to meet face-to-face with president-elect Trump and Trump
1: Two Tower. weeks before the inauguration...
5: ...for what
17: could be a day of fireworks... The battle
1: lines between the new president and Washington's establishment
16: were about to be drawn.
0: Former CIA director John Brennan.
16: I was very concerned that Mr. Trump was ill-prepared for the job, that he didn't have a good grasp of international affairs, the legislative process, U.S. law, intelligence capabilities.
18: ...highly classified report into Russia's hacking of U.S. political institutions.
16: On the
1: street far below, four of the most powerful men in the United States government arrived.
10: I think there was a great deal of apprehension. Author and journalist Michael Isikoff. You have the intelligence chiefs going in knowing that their audience is skeptical of what they're about to say.
1: They were senior leaders of a group known as the IC, the intelligence community. James Clapper, the director of national intelligence. Admiral Mike Rogers was in charge of the NSA. Jim Comey was the director of the FBI. And John Brennan ran the CIA. They had come to tell Donald Trump that his election may have been compromised
19: by Russian interference.
0: Former director of national intelligence, James Clapper.
19: This was the most aggressive and most direct and most assertive uh, campaign that the Russians ever mounted in the history of our elections. Uh, to interfere and, and to uh, somehow influence uh, the outcome. We are going
4: to make
1: Behind it to closed doors, like the IC down briefing down. began. It was several
16: hours long. There was uh, no equivocation in our language, and we were very uh, direct uh, and uh, very uh, very clear in terms of what it is that uh, we knew and assessed.
19: There was no pushback. Um, because and and i think the reason was that the the evidence we laid out at the highly classified level was pretty pretty compelling and been very hard to to have pushed back
1: trump didn't argue but he later said he saw the talk of russian interference as an assault on the legitimacy of his victory
5: sarah ellison the washington post it's a challenge not just his legitimacy as president but as his overall power, his overall sort of sense of his worth in terms of being there.
1: The IC chiefs had one more piece of news for the president-elect. Brennan, Clapper, and Rogers left the room. James Comey stayed behind to deliver it.
0: Matt Apuzzo, The New York Times.
20: Comey pulls the president aside, and he tells him, hey, listen, uh, I need you to know that There's this, what we now call the dossier. The dossier,
1: a set of memos prepared by a former British spy, partially paid for by the
18: Democrats. It was political dynamite. Russian regime has been cultivating, supporting, and assisting Trump for at least five years.
8: It's full of things that may be able to allow the Russians to blackmail him. Jane Mayer, the New Yorker. It has information about him involved in perverted sexual acts.
18: To exploit Trump's personal obsessions and sexual perversion in order to obtain suitable compromat, compromising material on him.
1: The salacious and unverified allegations involved Trump and a number of Russian prostitutes in a Moscow hotel suite.
6: Carrie Johnson, NPR. Whoa! Not great. Not a great start to this relationship. And Comey worries about that.
1: In fact, Comey had been warned to be careful not
21: to appear to threaten Trump.
0: Former Secretary of Homeland Security Jay Johnson.
21: I called Jim. I got him on the phone. I said, Jim, have you ever met Donald Trump before? And a little to my surprise, he said, no, I have not. And I said, Jim, you're in a very awkward spot here. I said, Jim, there's a fine distinction between just telling you this so you know versus just telling you this so you know and don't with me.
4: We're going to run a country...
2: Just think about it in human terms. Former independent counsel Robert Ray. You'd be cautious if you were the new president about that, wouldn't you? You know, somebody comes to you with information, you know, I need to tell you this. Uh, on the one hand, you might receive that as, a, oh, that's a nice heads-up. On the other hand, uh, you might also receive it implicitly, I'm sure as it was intended, as a threat.
1: As the two men sized each other up, the stakes could not have been higher.
2: Michael Isikoff. It was a
10: critical moment. It was the most important moment that would shape Trump's presidency.
0: Robert
2: Gray. And I don't know that Jim Comey necessarily went to that meeting thinking, oh, my job is on the line. If he didn't, he should have. Comey handed Trump a
1: summary of the dossier.
6: Carrie Johnson. And Trump denies it immediately and vociferously, says, do I look like the kind of guy who needs to hire prostitutes?
1: Comey said he was giving Trump information
19: he needed to know.
1: James Clapper.
19: And the point was, in, in briefing him about it, was, was to inform him of its existence. We felt a duty to warn, if you will, uh, just so that he knew that was out there But Trump was already distrustful
1: of an FBI director who served under President Obama. Immediately after the
22: meeting, Comey typed this memo from the back seat of his SUV. He then started talking about all the women who had falsely accused him of grabbing or touching them, with particular mention of a stripper who said he grabbed her, and gave me the sense that he was defending himself to me. Former Department of Justice spokesman Matthew Miller.
13: It didn't surprise me at all that after having this meeting with the president-elect, that he immediately memorialized it so he had it as a record if he ever needed it.
1: In the aftermath of the meeting, back up in Trump Tower, the president-elect was furious.
0: Michael Isakoff.
10: Trump is talking to his top aides, and he views this as blackmail. It's a shakedown, he tells them. His assumption is that comey is giving this to him to show him that he's got something on him
0: former trump advisor sebastian gorka
10: we're talking about politically appointed
15: individuals using intelligence potentially as a weapon against people who they politically disagree with
23: former campaign advisor jd gordon whenever an fbi director approaches a president-elect with something that was salacious and unverified in comey's words and tells him about it I think Mr. Trump realized it was a shakedown. He's been in a tough business in New York, and he, he knows a shakedown when he sees it.
20: This is CNN Breaking News.
24: <laughs> CNN has learned that the nation's top intelligence officials provided information to President-elect Donald Trump...
1: Trump feared the, the story would leak, last week. and soon it did, on Russian cable news.
25: Action. Russian operatives claim to have compromising personal and financial information about There's Mr. There's a controversial
5: Trump. move by BuzzFeed last night, publishing a dossier...
6: No. Sourced
1: before sourced. long, the entire dossier was on the web.
12: But they have been detailed by numerous media outlets, including BuzzFeed, The New York Times, and CNN.
1: The next day, Trump went before the cameras to fight back.
0: John Cassidy,
22: the New Yorker. I'd seen Trump a lot on the campaign trail, but I have to say, I was surprised that he came out so vituperatively and so angrily.
4: I think it was a disgraceful, disgraceful, that the intelligence agencies allowed any information that
23: turned out to be so false and fake out. He expresses frustration. J.D. Gordon. He knows it's a setup. He knows it's a plot to destroy him and people around him. And that's something that Nazi Germany would have done and did do. I think it's a
4: disgrace.
10: Something the Gestapo would have done, um, Trump says. That
4: information that was false and fake and never happened got released to the public.
10: I mean, he now viewed the entire intelligence community and the FBI as as enemies.
4: Can you give us a question? Go Go ahead. It line. was also
10: a declaration of war no, not on the you. press.
4: Your organization You are attacking our news organization. organization give us a chance, Your you organization. us a chance Let's to out. ask a question, sir? Go ahead. Quiet, Sir, can Quiet. you stay... Can, Quiet. Mr. President-elect, go ahead. can you, you stay she categorically... She's a question. president President-elect, can you give us a question? Don't Mr. be attacking us. Can you give us a question? Don't be rude. Can you no, not to give us a question. I'm not going to give you a can question. You are fake news. Sir, can you stay categorically that nobody... No, Mr. President-elect, that's not
1: Trump's bad. combative strategy would come to define his first years in office.
4: Sir, you did not answer, sir, you did not answer whether any of your associates were in contact with the Russians. Sir, you did not answer, you did not answer whether any of your
1: It would lead to a showdown with a special counsel that now threatens his presidency. Trump's combative nature had developed decades earlier when he learned his method for attack and confrontation from this man, notorious lawyer and fixer Roy Cohn,
0: Marie Brenner,
7: Vanity Fair. Trump was created by the politics of intimidation taught to him by his mentor Roy Cohn, who really was his alter ego. He was his confidant. He was a con- he was an Ersatz father. He was the person who. Uh, Trump went to with any kind of a problem.
1: Cone had become a national figure in the 1950s.
18: The red-hunting senator, Joseph
7: McCarthy...
1: During a different showdown in Washington.
18: The scene is
11: Washington and the Senate investigating subcommittee. Mr. Cone, his friend and aide, was present with Senator
15: McCarthy...
1: The McCarthy hearings an investigation to expose American communists. It was called a witch hunt.
15: McCarthy ripped into the reputations
14: of both friend and four-like.
1: Helping to run the show, Roy Cohn.
7: Roy Cohn was known by anyone who understood anything about American history as being one of the architects of the most sinister period in American history.
22: There is detailed testimony on that in the record, Mr. Chairman, of Levitsky's association, close personal association with Julius Rosenberg
16: over a period of years.
1: Cohn's tactics were to use any means possible to root out what he said were communists deep inside the government.
7: They smeared people as communists. They made up charges. They ruined lives, in some cases drove people to suicide. Many people lost their jobs. Cohn never felt guilty for any of it for a moment. It was sheer political and career expediency.
1: After it all collapsed in shame and disgrace, Cohn returned to New York City where his reputation as a ruthless attack dog and political fixer made him notorious. Trump family
0: biographer, Gwenda Blair.
26: Roy Cohn had 20 years of being a really aggressive, no holds barred, uh, go for the jugular, fight back, anybody says something to you, throw it back at them guy. He was famous for that behavior.
1: He was just what ambitious young Donald Trump was looking for. Trump hired him.
7: The family and the Trump Organization and his father, Fred Trump, had been accused
8: of racism in their housing practices. Trump's regular lawyers, the ordinary kinds of lawyers, tell him, settle it, just move on, do the right thing. Jane Mayer, the New Yorker. And he asks Roy Cohn about it. Roy Cohn says, don't settle it. Fight, fight, fight. You got to fight. And that becomes kind of his early credo and his approach, which is, even if you're in the wrong, fight.
4: We expect to be successful in court. We're not doing this for any other reason.
1: They countersued the U.S. government for $100 million. In court filings, Cohn compared the Department of Justice to the Nazis, alleging Gestapo-like tactics.
19: Frank Rich, New York Magazine. In a pattern we can recognize from Trump's behavior to this day, attacking the accusers attacking indeed the Justice Department as a way to sort of throw a smokescreen around the original crime.
1: Cohn's suit against the Justice Department was thrown out. Trump forced to settle. They had lost. But in the press, Trump and Cohn declared victory.
0: Former Justice Department lawyer, Elise Goldweber.
7: It was just like it didn't matter what the facts were. You know, this was a victory. We beat the government. It had nothing to do with reality. Art of the Deal co-author Tony Schwartz.
10: He's a counterpuncher, you You know, boom, 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 and admits nothing, never admit anything, never say you made a mistake, just keep coming. And if you lose, declare victory. And that's exactly what happened there. He lost as clearly as you can lose, but he loudly proclaimed his victory.
1: Cohn had given Trump a formula for survival and success. In lawsuits and life, Trump adopted Cohn's method. Always be on the offensive.
4: You can't say that I give up very easily.
1: Through more than 4,000 lawsuits, win or lose,
4: vote, very happy.
1: Trump would rely on what Roy Cohn taught him.
4: Not at all. We had a great victory. I'm happy as hell. Thank you very
27: much. New York attorney Adam Lightman Bailey. In the old days, the sports of kings and queens was horse racing. Now it's litigation. And Donald Trump definitely plays that sport. And he plays it very well. There's a brand-new team in charge of the White House, a brand-new staff to keep the wheels President turned.
8: Trump wakes up with a busy day ahead.
3: As this is as just the beginning of what is going to be... As
1: president, Donald Trump came to Washington determined to confront the established order. We
4: are going to He'd use Roy Cohn's Trump attack Trump strategy, on first take on the
1: powers the that be, brawl with critics and the media,
3: over and the and media. accusing the press... Sort out friend
1: from foe.
0: Ben Shapiro, The Daily Wire. He's going to come in and he's just going to start action
11: right away. He's not going to wait. He's not going to take his time. He knows what to do and he's going to fix everything. He's going to set the
20: world right immediately. wild day at the Trump White House. President Trump's travel ban has been blocked in the courts.
1: Executive okay. actions. Tweets, firings. Former campaign
0: manager Corey Lewandowski.
1: He's a man always in motion. He always wants things. But you know what? People
17: aren't used to that. People aren't used to a president who's going directly to the American people with his Twitter feed.
24: Had a lot of chaos and controversy here in Washington. So many leaks with impunity. In
1: Washington, it was seen as chaos. But this was Trump's comfort zone.
0: Campaign adviser David Urban.
27: He was gonna shake things up. He was gonna move at a much more rapid pace. It's very tough for the bureaucracy to kind of keep up. It's a little
25: bit of a whiplash.
1: And there was a looming showdown with the FBI and James Comey. The two would face off again at a
28: photo op. Trump's dislike for James Comey was visceral. Author Chris Whipple. Comey was investigating the Russian collusion, and, and that made Trump extremely nervous. Partly it was the infamous briefing about the dossier. Uh, that drove Trump crazy. Comey friend
19: Benjamin Wittes. Comey is standing in a blue blazer against blue drapes. That was not an accident. He is standing literally as far away from Trump as it is possible to be in that room. This time,
16: Trump made it clear who was in charge. And the president calls him out and says, no, no, no,
1: come here, come here. So let's, uh,
6: oh, and there's
4: James.
6: <laughs> He's become more famous than me. This guy's more famous than me. Carrie Johnson, NPR. Which Comey knows even then is going to be a problem. Carol Lennick, The Washington Post.
29: Wanting to be sure that his arm was outstretched in just such a way as to create just a nice, distant handshake. But instead, the president pulls him in and goes for the hug. (laughs) Why is, it's unclear exactly why, but goes in for the hug.
6: Trump pulls him in and whispers something in his ear, but to the camera,
26: it looks as if Trump is giving him a kiss on the cheek.
0: Author, Gwenda Blair.
26: When somebody's the president, the least tiny gesture is magnified by 12 billion times. So you call somebody over, you whisper in their ear, you kind of hug them, that's a big deal.
27: Comey sees danger. Comey sees politics. Comey doesn't want any part of this. Author and journalist, Peter Baker. Uh, By pushing Jim Comey to come across the room and shake his hand, he was setting the tone of their relationship, you know, you you work for me. Uh, You're loyal to me, right? That's what he wants to know. He wants to know you're loyal to me.
1: For James Comey, Donald Trump was a threat to the FBI's independence, and on a personal level, a threat to the reputation he had built over a lifelong career in law enforcement. He had begun as an assistant United States attorney.
0: Former assistant U.S. attorney Nelson Cunningham.
4: I first met Jim Comey 30 years ago, when he and I both started as assistant U.S. attorneys in the Southern District of New York. Rudy Giuliani swore us in a few weeks apart, Jim Comey, Uh, certainly as a young prosecutor, was straight down the middle, uh, always turning square corners.
1: Under George W. Bush, he was named Deputy Attorney General, But he clashed with the president when he led a revolt of Justice Department officials.
20: Matt Apuzzo, The New York Times. His real claim to fame is this moment during the Bush administration where he won't support a provision of President Bush's warrantless wiretapping program. And the White House is incensed by this.
0: Former Assistant Attorney General Jack Goldsmith.
14: He did feel strongly that it was the Justice Department's job to uphold the law, and in that situation, he thought, that it was clear he takes the law really seriously as an autonomous force in public life. The White House backed down after Comey and other Justice Department
1: officials threatened to resign.
20: But then what happened next tells you a lot about Comey. It was Jim Comey who ultimately testified in a
25: major way before Congress about what had happened. I couldn't stay. If the administration was going to engage in conduct that the Department of Justice had said had no legal basis, it simply couldn't stay. Mr. Comey, I'm commending you for what you did here.
1: It was one of many times
25: Comey would go before the cameras.
0: Former FBI executive assistant director Bob Anderson.
25: He was in the spotlight more than any FBI director that I ever worked for, and I think he felt that he could use that spotlight in ways that other directors hadn't used. Having the courage to speak
0: Carrie yeah. Johnson, NPR.
6: Republicans who don't like Comey because of his dust in the George W. Bush administration yeah. tend to call him Saint Jim, a guy in love with his own rectitude.
0: Former independent counsel Robert Ray.
2: Jim Comey is, by his own acknowledgement, has a very black and white view of the world with very little room for gray. Jim Comey's view of the world is that if he decides that it's the right thing to do, everybody else should agree with him.
25: More breaking news now. Fox News can
27: confirm that FBI Director James.
10: Crowley President
2: Barack Obama named Comey
1: FBI director. And during the 2016 presidential campaign, Comey made himself the face of the FBI's investigation of Hillary Clinton's email server.
25: They were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information. Peter Baker. Comey has been at the middle of
27: this election and arguably is the person who most significantly influenced it other than the candidates themselves. Former Department of Justice spokesman Matthew Miller.
13: There's a through line in Jim Comey's career, and that is this intense conviction that he is sometimes the only righteous person in any organization. If there is one characteristic of Comey's that is both his strongest characteristic and his weakness, it's this self-regard that can cross into self-righteousness.
19: Russia has come up again and again.
1: And now, as Comey led the investigation into Russian interference, he would find himself on a collision course with the president.
0: Matt Apuzo, The New York Times.
20: The very inauguration of President Trump you know, poses challenges to the FBI, because they have investigations on Paul Manafort, the former campaign chairman, Carter Page, foreign policy advisor to the president's campaign, George Papadopoulos, a foreign policy advisor to the campaign, and Michael Flynn, the national security advisor. So, I mean, these are four people in the national security space who are all under FBI investigation.
14: And now let's start talking about players like Russia.
1: Now, Comey dispatched two FBI agents to the White House on a sensitive mission.
27: They go to the White House to interview the National Security Advisor just days after the, the opening of a new administration. And there's no, no precedent you can think about that, at least in modern times.
1: The agents arrive to confront the National Security Adviser, Michael Flynn.
2: Robert Ray. What's the FBI doing at the White House? What business do they have in the White House? How is it that Michael Flynn's meeting with, um, with with FBI agents without a without a lawyer present? Was he out of his mind? I mean, that's just that's to me like incompre- that, that should never happen.
1: The FBI wanted to know the details of a phone call Flynn had during the transition with the Russian ambassador, Sergey Kislyak.
8: Karen DeYoung, The Washington Post. Kislyak places a call, to, Flynn says, I want to talk to you. Flynn gets word of this, and eventually, later that day, they talk. The question is, what was said?
1: The FBI already knew from electronic surveillance that Flynn and Kislyak had discussed the Obama administration's sanctions on Russia.
10: Now, on the record, they asked Flynn about it. He dissembles... Michael Isikoff. He suggests that he did not have such conversations with the Russian ambassador. Court documents detail what happened.
18: Flynn falsely stated that he did not ask Russia's ambassador to refrain from escalating the situation in response to sanctions. Comey's agents had caught Flynn lying to the FBI,
1: a federal crime.
3: New questions about coincidental timing of a call... Between
1: At FBI the headquarters, what Comey had was explosive. The evidence against Flynn was shared across the street with the Justice Department. Acting Attorney General Sally Yates was read in to Flynn's FBI interview.
6: Sally Yates is a career Justice Department prosecutor, 27 years in the department, a tough cookie, but a genteel Southern woman. Matt
20: She's saying, we need to tell the White House. Flynn has lied. And the Russians know that those are lies. We need to mitigate the risk. Yates would head to the
1: office of the new White House counsel, Don McGahn.
0: Yale Law School lecturer, Emily Bazelon.
3: Don McGahn is a kind of stalwart conservative lawyer, not someone who has a record of service within the Department of Justice, not someone who's been schooled in exactly these kinds of questions.
1: Yates and her deputy, Mary McCord, told McGahn that Michael Flynn had been lying.
26: I think that, you know, for a person who'd been in the office for six days, It was surprising information to learn and just took a little bit of time to process.
0: Former Secretary of Homeland Security, Jay
21: Johnson. What the acting attorney general was saying to the White House counsel You have someone working in this building, in this West Wing, who is compromised. They believed the
1: information they gave McGahn would force the president to act.
29: Carol Lennick, The Washington Post. It's clear that Yates and McCord believe this is a very vulnerable situation for the White House, as well as for Mr. Flynn. And they presume that the White House would fire him.
1: That same day, McGahn went to see the president. He told him that the highest levels of the Justice Department believed that Flynn had been lying. It was a warning that one of his most trusted advisors
10: was in the crosshairs. Michael Isakoff. Michael Flynn is the former director of the Defense Intelligence Agency, who effectively became Donald Trump's, uh, top national security Advisor.
24: Please welcome retired United States Army
6: Lieutenant General Michael Flynn.
23: At
0: the 2016 Republican Convention,
23: he became a very trusted and close confidant of not just President Trump, but President Trump's family.
12: We do not need a reckless president...
23: Michael Flynn.
12: ...who believes she is above the law.
1: Flynn's harsh rhetoric had endeared him to Trump and his supporters.
12: Lock her up. That's right.
28: Yes, that's right. Locker up!
1: Trump and Flynn bonded, and he was one of the president-elect's first appointments.
15: They had a very good chemistry.
0: Former Trump adviser Sebastian Gorka.
15: But what people underestimate, I think, is the need for personal chemistry inside the White House, and, and General Flynn and the president had personal chemistry.
1: And now Trump had been told Flynn was in trouble with the FBI.
27: Mike Flynn knows a lot of things. Peter Baker, The New York Times. Mike Flynn could be a dangerous person to have under pursuit of investigators. Clearly, he sees that this uh, uh, investigation has a potential of getting out of his control and leading places that it might not be helpful to him uh, to have it lead.
1: One day after he had talked to McGahn about Flynn, Trump took a fateful step. He called Comey.
6: Surprise call from the president. Carrie Johnson, NPR. Want to come over for dinner, Jim? And Comey says, "Uh, yeah, sure, Mr. President. Matthew Miller. It's clearly
13: not a coincidence that the president suddenly invited Comey over for dinner that night, right after McGahn was briefed about Mike Flynn's criminal jeopardy.
1: Already on edge about the meeting, when Comey arrived, he discovered the table had been set for two.
6: Two. Nobody else is going to be there, he and the president. The bromance, attempted bromance, continues.
1: Suspicious of the president's motives for the meeting, Comey again memorialized the conversation.
22: We sat facing each other at a small oval table set for two and placed in the center of the room.
20: Matt The New York Times. Comey says the president had very nice words for him, and so it's this pleasant conversation. And then the president says, can I expect loyalty from you? He needed loyalty and
22: expected loyalty. I did not reply or even nod or change my facial expression. The president would ask for Comey's loyalty several times during the dinner.
27: It's a remarkable moment, a president demanding loyalty of an FBI director. I I can't think of any other president in the modern era who would do that. They understood, as people who had been in government before, that that's not the role of an FBI director.
22: He then returned to loyalty, saying, I need loyalty. I replied that he would always get honesty from me. Robert Costa, The Washington Post.
12: In the eyes of the White House, President Trump was feeling out Comey about where the investigation stood, how he was going to handle it. Comey saw it as intimidation, possible obstruction of justice. This is the moment where things really start to split.
10: This is the Roy Cohn view of the world. Michael Isakoff. This has been the Donald Trump view of the world. This is the way he's done business. Either you're with me or you're against me. Um, Are you on my team or are you on the other guy's team? Trump
1: had failed to win Comey over. Then, two weeks later, there was another leak. This one to the Washington Post.
6: Washington Post broke this news. They say that
5: National Security Advisor Michael Flynn did...
1: The Post scoop publicly revealed the details of that electronic surveillance of Flynn's call with Russian Ambassador Kislyak.
0: Karen DeYoung,
8: The Washington Post. We had found out that, in fact, there were intercepts and had a variety of sources saying that, yes, they had discussed sanctions.
30: And this
4: morning, multiple news outlets report that
30: As the story dominated the news
1: coverage in Washington, the president headed to Florida, accompanied by the prime minister of Japan and Mike Flynn.
2: The that goes the of Flynn On board,
1: the press, armed with the Post story, we're waiting for the new president.
3: president what do you make of reports um, that General Flynn had conversations with the Russians about sanctions before you were sworn in?
4: I don't know about it. I haven't seen it. What report is that? Though he
1: had known about the intercepts for weeks, Trump claimed ignorance.
4: About sanctions. But he tried I haven't good. seen that. I'll look at that. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: But the scandal would only grow.
5: Former acting attorney general Sally
13: Yates, quote, informed the Trump White House late last month.
1: That meeting between Acting Attorney General Sally Yates and White House Counsel Don McGahn had also leaked.
29: She apparently told the White House that the National Security Adviser might be personally compromised, and again, a vulnerable to Russian blackmail.
0: Former Department of Justice spokesman Matthew Miller.
13: When it comes out that they were warned that he was compromised and that he might have lied to the FBI, and they did nothing about it, um, that suddenly becomes a scandal that implicates not just Mike Flynn, but the White House chief of staff, the president, and anyone who knew about this warning and failed to take action.
1: The full force of the Washington
22: establishment was turned on Trump. He's up
13: against a sort of Bermuda
22: Triangle in Washington.
0: John Cassidy, the New Yorker.
22: You know, you've got the FBI, you've got the media, and you've got the sort of White House lawyers and the Justice Department all telling him that, look, this just has to happen, Flynn has to
1: go. For Trump, Washington was turning out to be a very different place than New York.
0: Former independent counsel Robert Ray.
2: The battlefield is littered with numerous people who have come out of New York and gone down to Washington to think that things are going to work down there just like they do in New York, and then they find out, much to their dismay. That's not how it is.
1: Under pressure, Trump gave in he could keep Flynn no longer.
5: national security Advisor Michael Flynn
3: has stepped down. Trump
1: accepted Flynn's resignation.
3: Shake-up for the Trump administration. Caps off a tumultuous first month in office. As as the first major... Flynn was gone,
1: but still in jeopardy from an active FBI investigation. Now the president took an extraordinary step.
0: Biographer Gwenda Blair.
26: On Valentine's Day 2017, there was a meeting in the Oval Office between the attorney general and the director of the FBI, Jim Comey.
1: As the meeting ended, the president tried to empty the room. He wanted to speak to the FBI director alone.
0: Carrie Johnson.
6: And Attorney General Jeff Sessions kind of lingers, and Comey thinks that's because Sessions knows the president should not be meeting alone with the FBI director.
1: Comey was wary. As he had before, he would write notes of what happened.
22: The AG lingered momentarily by my chair. But the president thanked him and
13: said he wanted to meet with Jim. He repeated this at least one more time to usher people out. If you're Comey, you're sitting there and thinking, what is it the president needs to say to me that he can't say in front of the attorney general? Jim Comey's a longtime prosecutor, and right away, I suspect his antenna were going up and saying, this is evidence of a guilty mind right here, what he's about to ask me to do.
26: So he finally gets the two of them, just the two of them in the room, and then proceeds to get to work on the Michael Flynn issue.
22: He began by saying he wanted to talk about Mike Flynn.
26: Saying, can you just kind of ease up on him? He's a really good guy.
22: I hope you can let this go. I replied by saying, I agree he is a good guy, but said no more.
29: Carol Lennick, The Washington Post. Is the president asking the FBI director to stop looking at Russian interactions with the campaign? Is he trying to shut down a counterintelligence probe that began in July of 2016? Author Michael Isikoff.
10: Trump's talking to the director of the FBI about an ongoing investigation by the FBI. And at that point, He's really, from Comey's perspective, crossed the line.
0: Former Acting Assistant Attorney General Mary
26: McCord. Yeah, it's really in direct contravention of policies that have been in place ever since Watergate to not have that type of interference by the White House in investigations undertaken by the department or the bureau.
29: Comey leaves that meeting, uh, fairly sweaty palmed, goes to his car and begins opening his laptop and typing down the words, the phrases that he can remember, the president said, because he's that scared of, of what this is that has just happened.
11: There's an old adage in the organization that if it happened and you didn't write it down, it didn't happen.
29: Former
0: FBI special agent in charge, Frank Montoya Jr.
11: And so I think that he was thinking at that time that you know, the president's at least walking himself down this trail to an investigation where he could become subject to investigation, and I need to be able to, to document uh, what has happened.
1: Once again, Comey and Trump were at odds. Comey headed to the Justice Department to confront Jeff Sessions about what had just happened.
20: matapuzo The New York Times. Comey pulls the attorney general aside and says, you can't leave me alone with the president like that. You're supposed to say, Mr. President, I need to stick around for this, or no, Mr. President, uh, I have to advise that, you know, know, somebody else should be here. You got to back me up.
19: The job of the attorney general is to insulate the FBI from inappropriate political interference. Former
0: CIA general counsel Jeffrey Smith.
19: At that moment, Sessions realized that he did not do what was expected of him. And the question is, does he have the spine to do it? Sessions knew how things worked
1: at the Justice Department. He had once been a United States attorney in Alabama, where he built a reputation as a rock-ribbed conservative. It formed the foundation of a run for the Senate.
12: And if we undermine honesty,
24: hard work, and discipline, then we'll undermine the strength of this nation. For Senate, Jeff
21: Sessions.
1: He served in the Senate for 20 years as a law and order conservative.
21: I've been beat up by Jeff Sessions in Senate judiciary hearings and uh, very pro law enforcement.
1: Former
0: Secretary of Homeland Security, Jay Johnson.
21: And, you know, what you see with Jeff Sessions is what you get. A very predictable, hardline conservative. In 2016, Sessions decided to play a long shot.
1: He would support Donald Trump. And if he won, many believed he'd become a prime candidate for attorney general.
4: And I want to just introduce you to him for a sec, Senator Jeff Sessions.
23: Former Trump advisor J.D. Gordon. He was invaluable for the campaign in helping to get President Trump elected.
13: Wow, what a crowd this is.
23: He was the first senator to endorse President Trump. He held a rally with him down in Alabama. And at the time, people didn't know if he'd be the president or not.
13: At this time in America's history, we need to make America great again.
0: Former Sessions aide Cameron Smith.
14: Because Sessions endorsed
20: Trump, Trump didn't have to prove that he was a conservative because Jeff Sessions is
14: sort of the good housekeeping seal of approval for a lot of conservatives, particularly in the South, where Trump was very successful.
24: I'm proud to have you with us. God bless.
14: Trump
1: appointed Sessions as attorney general. But from almost the beginning, there was a problem.
5: As two more Trump campaign officials face scrutiny over their contacts with Russia,
1: Interactions between Russians and the Trump campaign were becoming public. And at his confirmation hearing, Sessions was asked about them.
18: CNN has just published a story, stated, quote, there was a continuing exchange of information during the campaign
15: between Trump surrogates and intermediaries for the Russian government.
19: Senator Franken, I'm not aware of, uh,
4: any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or
19: two in that campaign, and I did not have communications with the Russians, um, and I'm unable to comment on it. But
1: before long, the Washington Post reported Sessions had, in fact, met on at least two
18: occasions with the Russian ambassador Sergei Kislyak. Senator Jeff Sessions spoke twice last year with Russia's ambassador to the United States, Justice Department officials said, encounters he did not disclose. Nevertheless, Sessions continued
1: to insist he did nothing wrong.
4: Well, I have not met with any Russians at any time to discuss any political campaign, And those remarks are unbelievable to me and are false. And um, I don't have anything else to say about
1: that. Today,
5: Republicans urged the Trump White House to quickly resolve the controversy. Attorney General Jeff Sessions
30: has repeatedly resisted...
1: In the face of an onslaught of reporting, the story became
31: impossible for Sessions to ignore.
0: Phil Rucker, The Washington Post.
30: He was
31: compromised. Jeff Sessions misled the Senate during his confirmation hearing about that. He had lied about uh, whether he had that meeting Now, Department
1: of Justice staff advised Sessions to recuse himself from the investigation.
0: Mary McCord.
26: It was appropriate for him to recuse, and I think the appearance of impropriety, if not the reality, um, is something that's, that was
9: really important to avoid.
1: But the president had disagreed. He wanted Sessions to be his first line of defense against Comey.
9: The president expects of Jeff Sessions and of really a lot of people around him um, complete loyalty. Yamiche Sindor, PBS NewsHour. They, he wants people to protect him. He wants people to, if possible, bend the rules a bit so that they can make sure that they have his back. The Democrats,
18: as you can imagine, having a field day with this, saying... Well, lawmakers on both sides have been calling on Jeff Sessions to recuse himself. Trump was
31: visiting uh, a huge new aircraft carrier in Newport News, Virginia, at the harbor there, and it was a big event. Trump would use the photo op to send a
1: message to Jeff Sessions.
4: President, you still have
19: Total.
1: The president had already insisted his counsel, Don McGahn, tell Sessions not to recuse himself. And now Trump said it publicly.
24: Could Sessions, uh, no recuse himself from investigations into the your campaign in Russia? I
4: don't think so at all. When did you I first learn so that
6: Sessions spoke to the Russian, 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 Russian ambassador? Did you know during the campaign? I don't think campaign? you should do
4: that at all.
1: But without consulting Trump, that same day, Sessions called a press conference.
4: I have now decided to recuse myself from any existing or future investigations of any matter relating in any way to the campaigns for president of the United States. Thank you all. Take care. In his
1: battle against Comey, Trump had just lost his best chance to shut down the investigation.
24: Ellen Dershowitz, Harvard Law School. And I think there's frustration there, frustration that he appointed somebody to be loyal, and that person abdicated responsibility. Robert Way.
2: He's feeling the same thing that all presidents feel, just that they don't typically feel it within the first few weeks of an administration, and that is, I don't have as much power as I thought I had.
10: For the first time, FBI Director James Comey will...
1: And now, Comey would go public, in testimony before Congress.
7: Another political drama set to unfold. James Comey will publicly answer questions...
1: With sessions on the sidelines, Comey was again in the spotlight.
7: Right hand and tell you what he
5: knows. It's all public on live television, no filter.
1: He appeared in front of the House Intelligence Committee and on national television. With
15: the White House on the line.
7: President Trump is heading into a high-stakes
21: love him or hate him. Jim Comey is a remarkable communicator, and I'm sure that Mr. Trump watched a lot of that testimony, if not all of it.
25: Mr. Chairman, ranking member Schiff, members of the committee, thank you for including me in today's hearing. I'm honored to be here representing the people of the FBI.
20: I have been authorized Apuso, by the, Department the New York of Justice Times He says I have been authorized by the Department of Justice you know to confirm uh, and and kind of all heads turn to the television in every newsroom uh, in America and and we're saying is Is Comey going to confirm on the record that they're investigating the Trump campaign?
25: That the FBI, as part of our counterintelligence mission, is investigating the nature of any links between individuals associated with the Trump campaign and the Russian government, and whether there was any coordination between the campaign and Russia's... He
27: confirms this in front of these lawmakers. Peter Baker. And that's kind of a big moment. Uh, Suddenly we're off to the races. This is now to Trump's mind, a direct and public threat to his presidency.
13: I just want to make sure we get this on the record.
27: Congressman Devin Nunes.
0: Uh,
13: Do you have any evidence that any current Trump White House or administration official coordinated
25: with the Russian intelligence services? Not a question I can answer.
2: Robert Ray. That was the death knell, at least as we understand the, the president's thinking once he heard and saw that because apparently he was watching that was, at least in his mind, that was the end of Jim Comey.
13: You know, there is a big gray cloud that you've now put over uh, people who have very important work to do to lead this country. And
23: so, it was surreal. Former Trump campaign adviser J.D. Gordon. It was a waking nightmare to hear director Comey say that on live national television. He put everyone close to President Trump under a cloud.
15: The head of the FBI dropped two bombshells landing at the White House doorstep. Comey
7: publicly confirming for the
23: first With Flynn time caught
1: lying and Sessions having recused himself, another showdown was becoming inevitable.
19: A notorious Moscow bank is now part of the... And the
1: press had also ratcheted up the pressure. As they uncovered more meetings between Russians
20: and Trump campaign with officials,
3: officials and Trump
20: this is Trump. just not normal, Mattapuzo. It just seems like there's more and more meetings. Just keep, they just keep coming out.
19: This time it is the president's son-in-law and senior advisor. Many
1: Trump of the stories Kushner. focused on Jared Kushner, the president's son-in-law.
27: Peter Baker. Kushner had met with a top Russian banker who was known to be close to President Putin during the transition. He had also. Uh, had a conversation with Sergei kislyak the russian ambassador and there had been even this discussion about setting up a back channel communication to moscow but I think back,
25: kind of
1: now kushner my... was increasingly uh, under scrutiny
29: carol Lennick, jared is learning that he, his actions especially with michael flynn his interactions with um, various russians is under investigation as well and whether he's been honest about them and what was going on in those conversations.
2: Kushner headline today and tonight... The
1: scandal had now reached the president's the family. Carrie Johnson.
6: And the notion that there's this investigation at the Justice Department and the FBI that could encompass his children, his son-in-law, and possibly his business interests is getting him very, very nervous. Jared Kushner,
15: president's son-in-law... Had a previously
1: Trump, inundated by the headlines and under pressure from Comey, left Washington. He headed for his country club in Bedminster, New Jersey.
5: It's a sort of rainy weekend in Bedminster. Sarah Ellison, Washington Post. Um, So, Donald Trump is supposed to be out golfing. He's stuck inside. He's in a sort of foul mood anyway.
0: Washington Week moderator, Robert Costa.
12: The president was frustrated. His family was frustrated. They felt like they were being swept into this riptide of an investigation. And they thought if they could just pluck Comey out, that maybe the investigation could end.
23: Also, new whirlwind developments are reported...
1: In In Bedminster, on that rainy weekend, without any of his most senior staff members present, Donald Trump would make the most consequential decision of his first year in office.
5: There is essentially no adult in the room, certainly no legal adult in the room, who really has an understanding of what this is going to mean, not just politically, but
27: legally.
1: Trump decided he would get rid of Comey.
27: Trump comes to the conclusion that I can't put up with this anymore. I'm going to fire Jim Comey. There's no consultation. Uh, There's just gut instinct and raw anger.
1: Trump dictated a letter to Comey.
29: It is a rant, the original draft. Nobody's original draft is that great, but this draft is Donald Trump unloading all of the reasons that uh, Comey has failed him.
1: On Sunday, Donald Trump returned to Washington with the letter, determined to carry out his plan to stop Jim Comey once and for all.
3: Comey has been indicating that he knows so much more than he's letting on, and he's Comey
12: opens
25: up anything. another investigation
3: into... James
5: Comey isn't backing down. He said, said he wouldn't Still do anything. ...part
25: difference. of an FBI investigation was there collusion between Trump associates...
1: The next morning in the West Wing, the word was out. Trump was preparing to take the fateful step of sending the letter.
6: Carrie Johnson, NPR. Word gets back to Don McGahn, the White House counsel, that this document has been prepared, and he freaks out. Matt Apuzzo, The New York Times.
20: Our understanding is that Don McGahn reads that and says, yeah, you, you don't want to send that.
1: Even Trump's abrasive That's advisor, Steve Bannon, was
6: stunned. Of all people, Steve Bannon is the one in the room who's saying, you can't get rid of this guy, Jim Comey. This would be a terrible, terrible mistake. It's going to cause a firestorm.
1: Although Trump had the executive power to fire Comey, Bannon foresaw dire political consequences. Jane Mayer,
0: the New Yorker.
8: Bannon has more of a sense of history than a lot of the people who are in that White House. And so he knows the history of Watergate, and he also knows about obstruction of justice and what it could look like if Trump fires Comey. There's
6: no way McGann says that this document can be used as the basis for firing Jim Comey. No way, no how. Give me the document.
1: The White House counsel had an alternative.
20: McGann had separately learned that Rod Rosenstein, the deputy attorney general, also had concerns with Jim Comey. And he brokers this deal. So he basically says to the president, you know, Mr. President, you don't need to send that. You should really talk to Rod Rosenstein. They set up a
31: meeting between Rosenstein, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, and the president.
20: Philip Rucker, The
0: Washington Post.
31: The president lets them know he wants to fire James Comey, that's clear. And the directive for Sessions and Rosenstein is to draw up the rationale, to write memos explaining why they believe Comey had made mistakes on the job and deserved to be fired. They had their orders. Rosenstein would do his
1: part. A task that would place him at the epicenter of a historic decision. He had spent his life learning the law, first at the University of Pennsylvania, and then Harvard Law School.
0: Former Department of Justice spokesman, Matthew Miller.
13: He's a lifelong Republican. He was a member of the Federalist Society, the conservative uh, uh, legal movement. With Ken Starr,
1: Rosenstein was part of the Independent Counsel's investigation of Bill Clinton. Eventually, George W. Bush and Barack Obama made him United States attorney.
0: Former independent counsel Robert Ray.
2: He has served in both Democratic and Republican administrations as the U.S. attorney in the District of Maryland, um, and so enjoys, you know, a bipartisan reputation that is and was well-earned. So he's a professional.
1: Now, Rosenstein would build a case against Jim Comey's handling of the FBI.
6: Rod Rosenstein is a guy who served 27 years in the Justice Department, a Boy Scout. He looks like a Boy Scout. And he thinks that Comey has violated the Justice Department norms by talking too much about Hillary Clinton during the election.
1: The president wanted the memo as soon as possible. It was a rush job. He delivered it the next day.
27: Rod Rosenstein's memo echoed what a lot of the Hillary Clinton campaign people had been saying for months, that Comey had inserted himself into the election, he made himself too public, he had taken on a role that did not really belong to him.
18: The director ignored another longstanding principle. We do not hold press conferences to release derogatory information about the subject of a declined criminal investigation.
10: Michael Isikoff. Trump doesn't care about what Comey did to uh, hurt Hillary Clinton, but it becomes the excuse, or at least the initial excuse, the White House uses to explain why they were firing the FBI director.
1: Donald Trump had fired hundreds of people face-to-face on The Apprentice. This time, as president, it would be different.
17: Biographer Timothy O'Brien. He just decides to do it. Trump isn't going to deliver the message himself. He sends his longtime bodyguard uh, in a White House car with the pink slip over to the FBI to deliver the bad news. Matt Apuzzo.
20: Keith Schiller, the president's body man, can't get into the FBI. The FBI is not a place you can just walk in and be like, I have a note for Comey, I'm from the White House. Great, you're from the White House, super. You can't come in here.
1: He dropped off the letter and left.
3: Breaking news, James Comey has been removed from heading the FBI. Comey
1: was out of town.
0: Former FBI executive assistant director Bob Anderson.
25: And he was at our Los Angeles field office giving a talk to the office. And, you know, behind them on the news, uh, it said that uh, Jim Comey was just fired uh, by the president of the United States.
15: President Trump has fired James Comey as director of the FBI. It comes without warning. Uh,
25: He actually makes a comment to the audience, like, Oh, look at that, I just got fired thinking that, you know, it was a mistake. And then I think one of his staff came over to him and said, look, we need to leave. This this is this is real.
18: Well, this is a big shock. They did not see this coming a at
25: the FBI. An announcement
3: from the White House today. President Trump fired. Just-
1: News at- <laughs> helicopters were waiting as Comey left the FBI field office. Former
0: FBI, Former FBI, FBI special James agent in charge, in charge, Frank Montoya, Marks Jr. James it
1: Marks. was a major sucker punch in
11: the guy. He was widely regarded throughout the organization. There were a few people that were, were, we're not fans, so to speak, but even they the were Congress upset. Me,
5: though, has drawn comparisons to President Richard Nixon's Saturday Night Massacre. In terms of
11: how he learned that he had been dismissed or fired.
14: Moments ago, breaking news that no one saw coming today, we learned that President Trump has fired... This was a FBI very closely director. kept secret
2: here at the White House. I am told only a handful of top yeah, advisers... ...stunning, unprecedented. Comey apparently also caught...
1: Shock, anger, and chaos Gulfed Washington
5: amid mounting outrage on Capitol Hill some lawmakers are questioning the country's
7: very foundation.
1: At the White House, they struggled to offer an explanation.
26: Peter
7: Baker,
27: The New York Times. The press office is suddenly thrust out there to explain a decision they had no part in, that they didn't know much about. Reporters who were trying to figure out what was going on—it uh, was—it was chaos.
5: The Comey firing came without warning and stunned.
27: By the time the
1: White House hit the airwaves. The story the press office told was that Rosenstein's memo was the primary reason for the firing.
0: Press Secretary Sean Spicer.
27: Deputy
6: Attorney General uh, is a gentleman by the name of Rod Rosenstein. He made a determination that the uh, FBI director had lost his confidence. The message from the White House is we fired Comey because he botched the Hillary Clinton investigation, period.
27: You know, to
10: those who say, why now? Why fire James Comey now? What do you say?
0: Trump counselor
3: Kellyanne Conway. I would point them to the three letters that were received today. Anderson, the letter by President Donald Trump, the letter by Attorney General Sessions, and really the underlying report by Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, who the FBI director reports to.
6: Author
0: and journalist Howard Kurtz.
6: The All the people
19: spinning on behalf of the White House told the press that the Comey firing was based on a memo from Rod Rosenstein, the Deputy Attorney General, which had to do with Comey's performance in the Hillary Clinton investigation. Well, the press
13: wasn't buying that.
19: Right, but a
10: lot of
13: most of this, most of this letter on focuses on,
19: on Hillary
10: Clinton's emails. This is stuff that, as a can they Donald Trump praised James
20: Comey for. This was, was sort of like a a mind-bending situation, right? Because the president, who campaigned on, like, lock her up, is firing the FBI director and then pointing to these memos that say, well, you were unfair to Hillary Clinton. And so we're just trying to figure out, like, well, what, what actually, what is going on here?
3: He took the recommendation of his deputy attorney general, who oversees that makes the no FBI sense. directory. It he does make sense, and as it's kind a, I know that's a new talking concerned point, concerned it, makes, it makes complete sense because he has lost confidence in the FBI director, and he took the recommendation... The
31: White President. House said it was Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. recommendation... the
1: Justice Department, Rosenstein was
2: surprised he was receiving all the blame. White
3: House says President Trump fired Comey because of Rosenstein's recommendation.
2: Robert Ray. Rod Rosenstein sees what's happening has been fired. and that his reasons are being used as the the pretext to justify the president's action. He was none too pleased once he saw that that was happening.
3: Rod Rosenstein is not particularly happy that the White House is Carolina. putting the blame on him.
29: Rosenstein is blown away, and he actually calls Sessions and says, "I am going to resign if this if you keep saying this, if the president keeps saying this."
20: This
5: memo by Rod Rosenstein, it's dated yesterday, so really... Many questioning if you. Comey was fired because
9: the White House feared...
1: The next morning, on the president's go-to network, Fox News.
5: You're fired. President Trump ousting the FBI director, James Comey. The
1: news was all Comey, all the time.
25: Uh, Kevin Cork is live in our nation's capital with the details... The
1: president would celebrate Comey's firing behind closed doors with two unlikely White House guests. Russian Foreign Minister Sergey Lavrov and Ambassador Sergei Kislyak.
2: Just ahead of today's meeting with the Russian foreign minister Sergei
26: Lavrov. That meeting is the highest ranking Russian official that the President has met so far.
29: In a way, it, it, it it's it's like a play, you can't believe it really happened. But the president is essentially celebrating with the Russian diplomats.
12: Well, one day after firing, the man
6: that probe into the Trump campaign ties to Russia... The
12: president...
29: No U.S.-based
6: reporters, no American White House reporters are in the room. The
31: Russians came in with a photographer from their state media agency, TASS, who took photos of this event, uh, photos that were used to some effect in Russia as propaganda. <laughs>
23: terrible
20: optics.
31: I mean, terrible... Terrible optics that just...
20: You couldn't have scripted it worse. Karen
8: DeYoung, The Washington Post. Trump says, we're gonna have a great relationship. There's this investigation. It's just become a total irritant for me. And he says, Jim Comey's firing lifted a great weight for me. The guy was a nut job.
20: First the firing,
1: now the fallout. Around Washington and the nation, the negative reaction to the Comey firing was gaining momentum.
26: President Trump now facing outrage after firing Comey. It is hard to, to address the, the crisis,
1: the president went on his old network for a one on one interview. This is NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. Tonight,
15: stunning revelations from President Trump in our NBC News exclusive interview. Tonight, our wide range. Monday, you met with the Deputy Attorney General, Rod Rosenstein. Right. Did you ask for a recommendation?
4: Uh, What I did is I was going to fire Comey. My decision. It was not— You had made the decision before they came uh, in I I was going to
13: fire Comey. It is a dramatic moment to see the president come out and not only completely undermine the case that his White House had been making—
0: Matthew Miller.
13: As spurious a case and as transparent as a case it was, it still had been the official line. The president I mean, comes right out right? and demolishes so that case that immediately. Yeah, well, they so —You also, had already
4: made the decision. Uh, —Oh, I was going to fire regardless of recommendation. So there was they, a really —I
13: well. think there's a level on which President Trump doesn't want to be portrayed as just doing the bidding of
19: some aides who write a memo. He's the decider, to coin a phrase. —In
4: fact, when I decided to just do it, I said to myself, I said, you know, this Russia thing with Trump and Russia is a made up story. It's an excuse by the Democrats for having lost an election that they should have won. Philip Rucker, The Washington Post.
31: You know, the thing with Donald Trump is he often says what he believes, and he, if you just wait long enough, he'll. He'll tell you the truth. I mean, he'll say it.
2: It is the interview that will likely dominate... The Social
1: interview backfire. ...the president. president's
2: comments contradict the
1: it White House... It triggered questions statement. about whether I Comey's changed. firing was an attempt was to obstruct justice in the by the president.
30: Contradictions and confusion from the White House... president over admitting
3: final. Russia was on his mind.
1: <laughs> For his part, Even out of a job, Jim Comey was not going to be sidelined.
6: Carrie Johnson, NPR. Jim Comey, who's now known for staying silent in the face of controversy and unrest, begins to defend himself. This morning there is Comey criticism.
1: decided to try P. to force the Justice Department P. to name a special counsel. On
6: he, had he
1: had those memos, had those memos about in... his meetings with no the president the as evidence. Now, he engineered a leak to The New York
15: Times. News, ...the first reported by The New York Times, James Comey memo saying that Trump asked him to end the
25: Flynn investigation. It was written after an Oval Office meeting that he had with the president back in February.
11: And I refer to it as as Jim's leak. Jim doesn't like to call it that. Frank Montoya, Jr. But it's neither here nor there. It was information that he had, that he passed on to the to the New York Times. And yeah, it. it I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back.
9: Another cloud of
26: controversy hangs the over the... Democrats are song. demanding a special prosecutor. Calls are growing louder from... Denver. Jim
6: Comey, who says that he's above politics, actually knows way more about political dynamics and the way Washington works than most people in this story.
1: As Comey hoped, the call for a special counsel grew louder. The decision would fall to Rod Rosenstein.
13: Former DOJ spokesman Matthew Miller. Rod Rosenstein watched his reputation get dragged through the mud for for an entire week by people who he really respected. And he found there was only one way to undo the damage, and that was to appoint a special counsel.
1: A special counsel, the most powerful investigative weapon the Justice Department wields.
12: Washington Week moderator Robert Costa. Rosenstein said, I need someone to not only stabilize the investigation, I need to stabilize the Department of Justice. It had been under siege from President Trump, from public scrutiny.
1: He named one of the nation's legendary prosecutors, former FBI Director Robert Mueller, to be the special counsel.
12: And in Mueller, you have the ultimate presence who's discreet, but also experienced, to come in and be that person.
6: We begin with breaking news. The White House, in crisis, the Justice Department appointed a special counsel to This investigate. is a
11: guy who has no problem with holding people accountable, being direct and driven to get the answer. Frank Montoya, Jr. He's gonna do it right, you know, in accordance with the rule of law. That's all that matters. If you're in the West Wing, and Bob Mueller's on your trail, should you be worried? You should be afraid. You should be very afraid. Justice
7: Department tonight, naming special counsel to take over the investigation Mueller's into Russian Russia
25: collusion probe is could coll- expand the probe. At the, the White House, the president
1: David happened to be General meeting with Attorney General Sessions when Rosenstein called to announce
23: Mueller's appointment. Former Trump campaign advisor J.D. Gordon. President Trump doesn't like to get bad news, and this was. Bad news. It was more than bad news. It was terrible news. Sindor, PBS NewsHour.
9: I and now you see him so really unleash so all great. his anger on Jeff Sessions and plainly tells Jeff Sessions that you are the reason why all of this is happening. Trump
28: was furious and took it I out on Sessions and humiliated him. Author Chris Whipple. Trump obviously felt himself endangered by a special counsel and uh, lost his temper. Carrie Johnson, NPR.
6: Trump's law is loyalty to him and what he wants to do, as he's famously said, where is my Roy Cohn? And there are things that Jeff Sessions apparently won't do for Donald Trump, and Donald Trump won't forgive him for that.
1: Sessions had had enough of the president's anger.
27: Peter Baker, The New York Times. Sessions just ends up bolting out of the White House, rushing out to his car. He said, if you want me to quit, I'm going to quit. He's resigning as as attorney general. He's distraught
28: and he's had it. He's at the end of his rope. He's been insulted by Trump. Uh, he's, he's decided that that's it. In the West Wing, all hell broke loose. Don McGahn, the legal counsel, bursts into Reince Priebus' office and says, we've got trouble. Not only do we have a special counsel appointed, but Jeff Sessions has just resigned. Priebus says, everyone. you're kidding me. Priebus goes running down the staircase into the West Wing parking
27: lot. Finds Sessions in his car preparing to leave, and he bangs on the door. You gotta come out, you gotta come back in, you can't leave this way, you can't just blow up like this. And Priebus essentially almost has to drag him back up
28: into the West Wing where Vice President Pence and Steve Bannon then come in and join Priebus and, and talk Sessions off the ledge.
26: It's clear that the Mueller investigation is just getting started. We're going to head to Washington, where the White House... Across
1: town, in an undisclosed secure location, the new special counsel, Robert S. Mueller III, was just getting started.
0: Former independent counsel, Robert Ray.
2: When you become a special prosecutor, they give you a piece of paper with a mandate. At that moment, you don't have anything else. You don't have a staff. You don't have agents, you don't have prosecutors, you don't even have a legal pad and a paperclip and a pen.
1: What Robert Mueller did have was a lifetime of preparation for this moment.
6: He volunteered to serve in Vietnam as a United States Marine, highly decorated, wounded in action. In the
1: 90s, Mueller had tried his hand in the private sector at a prestigious law firm,
18: He hated it.
0: Mark Fisher, The Washington Post.
18: $400,000 a year. He felt like he wasn't doing the Lord's work. He quit.
1: He took a substantial pay cut to become a line prosecutor. He worked homicide in Washington, D.C.
18: His great joy was putting away bad guys and answering his phone, Mueller, homicide.
0: Author Michael Isakoff.
10: Bob Mueller cares about one thing, and one thing only um, indicting bad guys and putting them in prison.
1: A Republican, he'd run the FBI for both George W. Bush and Barack Obama, pulled out of private practice. Robert Mueller was back at the center of the action.
3: Has quietly gathered a team of more than three dozen attorneys investigating from a secure location. Staff, a he
1: built a formidable news. team.
29: I believe his term
24: was ninja
0: assassin. Former Department of Justice spokesman Matthew Miller. This <laughs> is
13: like this moment at the beginning of the Avengers movies, where all the superheroes are, are kind of spread across the globe, and Bob Mueller calls them all, and they all reassemble together in Washington to take on this new mission.
6: And the team Mueller has assembled maybe the A-team of prosecutors for an entire generation.
13: Aaron Zebley, who was a, an FBI agent uh, before becoming a prosecutor.
26: Mary McCord. Michael Dreben who is one of the smartest people I know, who's argued over 100 Supreme Court cases.
13: Janine Ree, who was a highly respected prosecutor in the US Attorney's Office. It's Andrew Weissman, he has a reputation for being a scorched earth prosecutor. Mueller put Greg Andres on and his team, who was an experienced mob prosecutor in New York.
10: I mean, that was the first sort of warning sign for the Trump White House, because they're killers, Steve Bannon calls them.
1: Mueller's team had broad authority to investigate Russian interference, the Trump campaign, and in the wake of the Comey firing, possible obstruction of justice by the president himself.
27: And this is question of whether that act by itself constitutes obstruction of justice. Peter Baker. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but that, Issue didn't even exist before he fired James Comey, now it does. Now it's a subject of a federal investigation by a special prosecutor.
1: Mueller also had the evidence from Comey's memos. The president asking Comey for loyalty, to go easy on Mike Flynn, the berating of Sessions for his recusal, the use of the Rosenstein memo.
0: Former President Clinton lawyer Robert Bennett.
18: So, you know, you start stringing all these together, and that's how a prosecutor would present the case. These improper acts, even if they are not in and of themselves criminal, amount to a, an intent to obstruct justice.
1: The White House was under siege. The president, in anger and desperation, returned to Roy Cohn's strategy, a forceful counterattack.
18: This is the single greatest witch hunt of a politician in American history. There is no collusion and no obstruction. I should be given apology. You are witnessing the single greatest witch hunt in American political history, led by some very bad and conflicted people.
26: The president definitely seized on that term witch hunt. Lisa Desjardins, PBS NewsHour. He used it again and again. He used it in tweets. He used it when he was at a microphone. It's something that he felt was working to undermine the Mueller investigation.
18: After seven months of investigations and collusion with the Russians, nobody has been able to show any proof.
0: Sad. Yamiche Alcindor, PBS NewsHour.
9: President Trump calling the the Mueller investigation a witch hunt has an impact in Washington in that the people who want to be loyal to President Trump can use that same language.
24: Fox & Friends starts right now.
1: And at Fox News, That's just what happened.
3: The president is really mad.
25: He tweeted this out as the phony Russian witch hunt continues. This is
4: a very dangerous witch hunt. Only because I think this is a witch hunt. And put an
1: end to the
17: political witch hunt against President Trump.
1: Trump
19: was avidly watching. Howard Kurtz, Fox News. He likes what he sees on these Fox Opinion shows, and they often get the benefit of having access to the president. Louis, get well, rid of Mueller.
24: Mueller should be dismissed.
5: Robert Mueller must be fired immediately.
18: The call for the firing of Robert Mueller. So he either pulls the plug now, or this will be going on wow. years from now.
0: Author and journalist Gabriel Sherman.
2: He has daily conversations with the the hosts there. He's able to get his talking points out there. The FBI is a shadow government now. And what they did in leaking this information was illegal, correct?
18: Absolutely illegal and almost becomes a soft coup in a sense.
5: There is a cleansing needed in our FBI and Department of Justice.
1: At the New York Times that summer, they had a lead on what would become the biggest story yet. They had discovered another meeting
20: between the Trump campaign and the Russians.
0: Reporter Matt Apuzzo.
20: My colleagues and I have been doing some reporting on this, the idea that there was another Russian meeting that we didn't totally understand uh, that had been undisclosed uh, during the campaign. We've seen it, whether it be...
1: They learned Donald Trump Jr. had hosted the meeting with a Russian lawyer, Natalia Veselnitskaya, also in the room, Jared Kushner, and campaign chairman Paul Manafort.
3: The president gears up for what could be his most important... The newspaper
1: wanted a comment to from the White House.
3: But that week, the president
1: was in Hamburg, Germany, for the G20
31: summit and his first meeting with Vladimir Putin.
0: Philip Rucker, The Washington Post.
31: This is a big distraction on the sidelines of the summit as the White House officials try to figure out how to respond to this inquiry from The New York Times.
20: Matt Apuzzo. The White House says, we want to be helpful. We want to engage on this. Just give us some time. After the summit, the president
1: himself took control of handling the New York Times.
20: My phone rings and it's the Air Force One operator, you know, can you please hold? And it's, I know we were supposed to have a call. I I know we're we're late. Can you just give us a little more time? We're working on this. And of course, we now know that at the front of Air Force One, Hope Hicks and
9: President Trump are kind of working on this statement he is at the center of it and driving it. And you have the president physically dictating a message that he's gonna put in the name of his son, Donald Trump Jr.
0: Carol Lenick, The Washington Post.
29: The lawyers for the president are losing their minds. (laughs) They are not on Air Force One. They are not in Germany, but they are hearing secondhand that a statement is about to be issued to the New York Times
18: to write a statement just, I mean, that's just uh, amateur
0: hour. Former President Clinton lawyer, Robert Bennett.
18: But in fairness to these lawyers, I mean, I... They couldn't control
14: their client. They still can't control their client. White House responds to a report in The New York Times that claims Donald Trump Jr. Trump's statement,
22: written for his son, said the meeting was about adoption of Russian orphans it was a short introductory meeting. I asked Jared and Paul to stop by. We primarily discussed a program about the adoption of Russian children. But there was a
1: reason for the meeting that the president's statement did not mention.
3: Last night, the New York Times published details about a meeting during the campaign involving a Kremlin-linked lawyer... As the
1: president returned to Washington, it didn't take long for the truth to come out. The
19: explosive news about President Trump and Russia. It involves Donald Trump Jr. breaking in the last.
1: It
13: only takes about 24 hours for that statement to completely blow up.
3: A potential bombshell from the president's own son, Donald in Trump.
1: In the days Jr. that followed, a... the New York Times Donald discovered a series Trump. of emails setting up the meeting.
20: Another
17: day, another installment in the Russian.
26: Matapuzo.
20: The next day, we reported that what had actually happened is that Don Jr. had been promised dirt on Hillary Clinton by this r- Russian lawyer.
22: The Crown Prosecutor of Russia offered to provide the Trump campaign with some official documents and information that would incriminate Hillary and her dealings with Russia and would be very useful to your father.
20: In the email setting up the meeting, Don Jr. was told that this meeting was part of the Russian government's efforts to support now President Trump.
22: This is obviously very high-level and sensitive information, but is part of Russia and its government support for Mr. Trump.
20: I mean, I remember saying, oh, my God, it says it. It says it in an email. This is part of the Russian government's efforts to support Donald Trump.
0: Michelle Alcindor.
9: We're talking about top aides in the middle of the campaign. We're talking about Jared Kushner, Paul Manafort, Donald Trump Jr. sitting down with a Russian woman who has told them that she's going to give them some sort of information on Hillary Clinton. It's a crystal clear, reason why they're there.
18: Michael Isakoff
10: What does Don Jr. write back in an email, if it's what you say? I love it.
18: I love it, especially later in the summer.
10: Coming on top of everything else that had come out about all these Russian contacts with the campaign, the Trump Tower email
27: trail was incredibly damning. There's no ambiguity about this. This is there in black and white. And whatever they actually talked about in the meeting, the advertised intent of the meeting was collusion. For his part,
1: the president would downplay the importance of the meeting.
27: Nothing
4: happened from the meeting. Zero happened from the meeting. And honestly, I think the press made a very big deal over something that really a lot of people would do.
5: Now we've got another email, an email... that
1: Special Counsel Robert Mueller was paying close attention. The question... Was there anything illegal about the meeting or the misleading statement?
29: The president's lawyers... Carol Lennick, They're intensely concerned that the president has essentially now added to an obstruction case.
1: Mueller would look into the writing of that statement on Air Force One.
0: Former FBI Frank Montoya, Jr.
1: If the president's up there and
11: he's deliberately crafting a lie to cover the purpose of the meeting, Is that another step in in the obstruction investigation? Is it also another step in terms of the conspiracy-slash-collusion investigation?
20: It shows that the Trump
11: team
15: was willing to engage with the Russians...
5: What is it that special counsel Robert Mueller knows...
1: Trump and his family were increasingly in jeopardy. He blamed his attorney general. Emily
0: Bazelon, The New York Times Magazine.
3: Over the summer, The role Jeff Sessions has played or refused to play by recusing himself from overseeing this investigation increasingly grates on Donald Trump. It's like the pebble in his shoe, Um, the original sin of the Russia investigation from his point of view.
1: The president decided to provoke a confrontation with Sessions. He invited three reporters into the Oval Office. To send Sessions a message on the front page of the New York Times.
27: Peter Baker, uh, Maggie Haberman, Mike Schmidt, and I go in to interview President Trump, and suddenly, without any notice, really, he starts uh, really trashing uh, Jeff Sessions. He should have
4: never accused himself. And if he would, if he was going to recuse himself, he should have told me before he took the job and I would have picked somebody else.
27: We had reported in the past that he was unhappy with Sessions, but we hadn't heard him say that out loud in a public way like that. He was absorbed by it, he was uh, dwelling on it, and he wanted to get this message out. It's
4: extremely unfair, and that's a mild word to the president.
27: Lisa Desjardins,
0: PBS NewsHour.
26: He was telling the world that he didn't have confidence in his own attorney general, and it was remarkable.
1: And in case Sessions didn't get the message, it was time for him to leave.
18: On Twitter, the president ramped up the attack. Attorney General Jeff Sessions has taken a very weak position on Hillary Clinton crimes. Why didn't A.G. Sessions replace acting FBI director Andrew McCabe, a Comey friend? So why aren't the committees and investigators, and of course our beleaguered AG, looking into crooked Hillary's crimes and Russia relations?
9: In attacking Jeff Sessions, he's attacking the very nature of the Attorney General's role, and he's attacking the very nature of the Department of Justice.
1: But on Capitol Hill, where Sessions served in the Senate for 20 years, he had powerful allies, prepared to fight back against the president.
6: Kerry
0: Johnson, NPR.
6: So when Donald Trump signaled that he wanted to get rid of Jeff Sessions, his allies, Jeff Sessions' allies in the Senate, stood up for him, actually very strongly, in a way that they had not stood up to the president on other issues.
27: Uh, Mitch McConnell, the majority leader, and Chuck Grassley, the Judiciary Committee chairman, made very clear they stand by Sessions. Chris Whipple.
28: Whatever you may think of Sessions, he had a lot of support in Congress. Uh, and Trump ultimately realized that he probably would not be able to have a replacement confirmed if, if he actually went ahead and got rid of Sessions. The
1: president was stuck. Sessions wasn't going anywhere.
0: Former Secretary of Homeland
21: Security Jay Johnson. In the private world in which Citizen Trump and I come from, if you hire a lawyer and the lawyer says, I'm sorry, I can't do the job, that you hired me to do, or I can't do 50% of the job you hired me to do, you say, fine, I'm, you're fired. Uh, I'll go find somebody else. And apparently he feels like he's stuck with his current attorney general because the Senate has a say in this too. So far,
1: Trump's strategy of confrontation hadn't worked. Now Trump reluctantly changed tactics he would turn to lawyers steeped in the ways of Washington.
5: Sarah Ellison, The Washington Post. We're gonna bring in the professionals now, and they bring in some some people who have real Washington pedigrees, who know certainly who Robert Mueller is, um, and who are going to cooperate and are going to kind of play by the rules.
1: John Dowd, a longtime Washington criminal defense specialist, and Ty Cobb, an expert trial lawyer, joined the team.
20: Matt Apuso, The New York Times. Ty Cobb is openly saying, I have great respect for Bob Mueller. I think he's a patriot. And so he says to Mueller, I, I'm here and, and we're, we want to be cooperative.
1: Their get-along strategy, providing more than a million documents, agreeing to interviews with White House staff, and keeping the president from tweeting. Frank
0: Montoya, Jr.
1: You're trying to keep him in
11: the box. You're trying to make sure that he doesn't do something really stupid. I mean, whether it's a tweet or it's a you know, ill-timed statement, public statement.
1: Since the president relied on cable TV for information...
14: The White House, they hope the investigation will be done within a month or so.
1: His lawyers wanted him to hear a positive message. They expect the probe to be over soon.
14: His lawyers are telling
10: him that, in the words in the story, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. This investigation's coming into end soon.
26: They're trying to keep him calm. They're trying to keep him not only from tweeting... In Washington,
1: They said Cobb was speaking to an audience of one.
30: There's no reason for it not to conclude soon. What Uh, is soon? Well, soon to me would be within the next, you
10: know, four to six weeks. Uh, Ty Cobb said it was Thanksgiving, his his timeline has moved a little bit, but that there's no evidence that they see coming forward that he is in real legal jeopardy,
31: and that this will end sooner rather than later. The problem is we would reach Thanksgiving, we would reach Christmas, we would reach January and February, and the investigation was still going on. So there was no end point, and Trump was getting infre- increasingly frustrated and impatient. Was, quote, people with knowledge of the investigation said it could last at least another year.
26: Are much more skeptical, saying there's little indication that Mueller is wrapping up his work and it-
25: using the word expeditious and special counsel or independent counsel in the same sentence is usually a mistake
1: in fact Robert Mueller's office was running at full speed
12: Robert
25: Costa this is
12: an investigation that is humming it is moving every day before 6 a.m. Bob Mueller comes into the garage slips in witnesses will come in through the garage they're bringing in every single White House official they can. Meanwhile, they're talking through all the different Russian interference on social media. It, this is a sprawling, active investigation. Now there's this
1: new
24: reporting from the Wall Street Journal, reporting that Special Counsel Robert Mueller's exam- some of
1: Mueller's investigation was finally going public. Special
3: Counsel Robert Mueller has issued subpoenas. Trump
1: campaign to- foreign policy aide George Papadopoulos pled guilty to lying about Russian contacts. We learned
3: that former Trump aide George Papadopoulos has pleaded guilty to making false statements. Trump's
1: campaign chairman Paul Manafort and his deputy Rick Gates were indicted on numerous charges, ranging from conspiracy to money laundering.
3: Manafort and his former business
5: associate, Rick Gates, were told to surrender to federal authorities this morning...
1: Mike <laughs> Flynn pled guilty that to that charge of lying to the, the FBI. White
5: House National Security Advisor Michael Flynn
3: has pleaded guilty to The
22: get-along strategy had failed.
13: Robert Mueller is now issuing his...
0: John Cassidy, book. the New Yorker.
22: He eventually just came to the conclusion that I made a mistake. I should have come out fighting, given into my own instincts from the very beginning. And um, I think once the end of the year came and the inquiry hadn't gone away, so what he'd been told by his lawyers turned out to be completely incorrect.
29: That Mueller's team is no longer just asking the Trump Organization for information. They're legally demanding... The
1: final straw? News that Mueller issued a subpoena directed at Trump's private company, the Trump Organization.
12: Special counsel Robert Mueller has subpoenaed the Trump Organization. president, week in, week out, is festering, he's unhappy with this special counsel. He keeps thinking, when is this going to end? He gets into screaming matches with Dowd and Cobb about the slow pace of everything. But Dowd and Cobb keep saying, look, we're trying to protect you, but on every other front, provide them with information. Lead lawyer John Dowd
25: is now out.
1: Dowd resigned the next week.
25: Another legal team shakeup signaling that
6: Ty Cobb may be on his way out.
1: Ty Cobb's days were also numbered.
6: He's unhappy with everyone because it's not over.
1: Trump's willingness to cooperate with the investigation was over.
6: The The United States is currently
20: under a criminal investigation.
1: And then the FBI dramatically escalated the
15: showdown. Breaking news tonight, and it's a bombshell. The FBI raids the office of President Trump's personal lawyer, Michael Cohen. The
1: president, as he watched the raid on television,
31: was furious. Trump erupted. He was very upset. He was consumed by this news all day. Uh, it was very troubling for him and scary for him.
23: FBI
12: raiding his office, his home, and a hotel room. White House advisors are saying, can we turn off the televisions? All the president is doing, they say, is getting himself agitated. Click over to Fox. This is a Fox News alert. There's some breaking news today on. He watches CNN. As the FBI raised the office of President Trump's personal lawyer. He'll go to MSNBC. The
8: New York Times breaking the news in the last few minutes that the FBI has raided.
12: He'll go back to CNN. Also seized emails
14: tax documents and business records.
12: And he'll just keep seeing those two words on the chyron, Michael Cohen, and it sends him into a rage.
14: The no-knock raids by FBI agents were the result of a referral by special counsel Robert Mueller... To
12: the
1: president, it was a personal assault, from the FBI, the Department of Justice, and Robert Mueller.
0: Harvard Law Professor Emeritus Alan Dershowitz. A
24: lawyer is just like a priest, a doctor, and a wife in terms of privilege. So I don't blame President Trump for being a little upset that somebody's looking into what he may have told his lawyers.
1: The Cohen raid was a sign Trump's personal life in New York was colliding with his presidency in Washington.
12: Cohen brings it right back to Trump Tower, to how Trump really operated for decades, having someone like Michael Cohen, not just a lawyer but a fixer, at his side.
1: For years, Trump had used Cohen to protect his image, just as he used Roy Cohn decades before.
0: Former political adviser Sam Nunberg.
25: I think that he looked at Michael as somebody who would be his day-to-day Roy Cohn. Michael, in a lot of ways, was very good. Michael um, also in, uh, was able to close a lot of problems down.
1: Cohen liked to brag that he was willing to take a bullet for his boss.
25: Jonathan
0: Mahler, The New York Times Magazine.
10: He portrayed himself as a tough guy. He was willing to sort of intimidate people on Trump's behalf, threaten people. He was a bully.
1: Cohen shielded Trump from bad press. One method, blunt threats to journalists. All my words for it, I will make sure that you
12: and I Day while we're in the courthouse. And I will
13: take you for everything you still don't
1: have. The call was to reporter Tim Mack at the Daily Beast.
31: So I'm warning you. you because what I'm going to do to you is going to be disgusting. Do you understand me? Don't think you're going
8: to hide behind your pen, because it's not going to happen. Jane Mayer, the New Yorker. Michael Cohen just did this, basically, <laughs> just, just threatens this guy like like some kind of lowlife thug. I'm more than happy to discuss it with your
24: attorney
25: and with your legal counsel, This mother you're gonna need
1: Cohen was infamous for his role in the Stormy Daniels story, orchestrating a hush money payment to the adult film star, who threatened to reveal a sexual encounter with Trump.
0: Emily Bazelon, The New York Times
3: Magazine. He cleans up messes. And an accusation about an affair, a demand for some kind of compensation to keep quiet, that's exactly the kind of problem that Cohen would like to try to solve for Donald Trump.
25: Sam Nunberg. Michael is very good at killing stories. He's gotten Trump out of a lot of issues, I would I would say, and that was his job, and he's done a good job out of it.
1: Now Cohen was the target of a federal investigation, one which could expose the work he did for the president.
7: There is
14: a ton that he could tell prosecutors. A very
7: real possibility
17: that he's going to cooperate.
7: Portley is connected to
14: the Stormy Daniels story.
1: The day of the Cohen raid, the White House insisted it was business as usual. They invited the press into a national security meeting. But Trump wanted to go on the attack.
4: Come on in, folks. Come, come on in. So I just heard that they broke into the office of one of my personal attorneys, Good man. And uh, it's a disgraceful situation. It's a total witch hunt. That- the
29: president is so enraged and obsessed with what's just happened. Carol Lennick, The Washington Post. That he can't keep himself from talking about it. At a public briefing, That's he, he right repeatedly the uses nomination. the words disgrace, a disgrace. And
4: it's a disgrace. It's frankly a real disgrace. It's a an attack on our... Country in country a true
0: sense. Former Department of Justice spokesman Matthew Miller.
13: Something clearly happens with the president after Michael Cohen comes under scrutiny from the Department of Justice. The president views that very much as a threat to him. These
4: people have the biggest conflicts of interest I've ever seen, and I have this witch hunt constantly going on for over 12 months now. The investigation of Michael Cohen has to feel to the president like an arrow pointed directly at his chest
0: former Clinton legal adviser Nelson Cunningham.
4: It has to feel that this is aimed precisely at uncovering the president's own history, both before he took office and since he took office, uh, in ways that perhaps might be the most deeply
14: sensitive to him.
4: This is a pure and simple witch hunt. Thank you very much. Thank you.
14: It's a whole other avenue of potential exposure, criminal exposure, to the president. Former Assistant Attorney General
0: Jack Goldsmith.
14: This was clearly someone who was a very close advisor and attorney to the president, and he was especially involved in what might be seen as the president's shady business. The raid on Cohen, Mueller's
1: continuing investigation. There was even talk of impeachment. The president was determined to escalate bring in a very different kind of lawyer.
30: Rudy Giuliani. The president has done nothing wrong. Read my lips. Nothing wrong. He
9: hires Rudy Giuliani, and he really hires a pit bull. He hires someone who is really going to be launching an offensive strategy.
30: There's been too much government misconduct. The crimes now have all been committed by the government. And their agents
12: trump wants to be in warrior mode giuliani agrees it goes from a private negotiation to a public war and that's a turning point
1: trump and giuliani initiated an unfettered attack against Mueller's investigation and any move toward impeachment
24: alan dershowitz rudy giuliani was going to change the strategy he said let's really make this into a political confrontation let's make it into a blue red um uh, debate and 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 conflict so our jury is the as it should be is the American people.
30: And the American people yes are Republicans largely. Sorry. Independents, pretty substantially, and even some Democrats now question the legitimacy of it. De-
24: what Giuliani is saying is impeachment will never get off the ground unless the public is behind it.
2: This is a Fox News
12: alert. President Trump is getting set to leave the world. In White order House to, to protect himself,
3: to to the, the
1: president worked to undermine public confidence in the Justice Department
14: and the Ramblin
0: FBI. Jack Goldsmith. So one
14: thing we know about this president, he doesn't care about collateral damage and he doesn't care about collateral damage on his associates, and he doesn't care about collateral damage on American institutions, and so the stakes could not be higher.
5: In a campaign-style rally, a defiant...
19: Trump, Trump. back in his happy place tonight, in front...
1: It was full-on Roy Cohn. Personal attacks.
4: I did you a great favor... when I fired this guy, I tell you. I did you a great favor.
1: At campaign-style rallies...
4: Because when you look at what was going on at the top of the FBI, it is a disgrace that everybody in this room understands it.
1: Incendiary language about the press.
4: These are very dishonest people, many of them. They are very, very dishonest people. Fake news. Very dishonest.
18: A barrage of tweets. FBI texts have revealed anti-Trump bias, at Fox News, big news, but the fake news doesn't want to cover.
27: He has become his own Roy Cohn. He is the attack machine. He's the one who'll cut your knees out from under you if you get in the way.
18: Was there a conspiracy in the Obama Department of Justice and the FBI to prevent Donald Trump from becoming president of the U.S.?
27: He doesn't need a Roy Cohn because he is Roy Cohn.
18: It would seem very hard to obstruct justice for a crime that never happened, witch hunt. I have the absolute right to pardon myself.
4: Look at what's happened. Look at how these politicians have fallen for this junk. Russian collusion. Give me a break.
10: Jonathan Mahler. So as long as the country is sort of divided and he has his defenders, he can undermine those who are attacking him.
4: Take a look at the intelligence agencies honestly folks let me tell you let me tell you it's a disgrace we got to get back down to business it's a disgrace
10: basically a kind of divide and conquer kind of strategy. If we can stay in this kind of divided state, there will never be enough consensus behind the idea of impeachment to actually drive it forward.
5: Top story, we're watching this morning, FBI agent Peter Strzok set to uh, testify we'll defend about...
12: himself against allegations of bias in a public On hearing- On Capitol
1: Hill, House, House, House Republicans rallied behind the president and joined in his attack strategy.
12: Republicans are in protect mode. Robert Costa. Ahead of the midterm elections, they want to protect their president, a president they think is under siege from his own government. The hearing is going to be explosive. We will have full analysis and reaction.
24: They saw that the Giuliani strategy was really quite effective. Alan Dershowitz. And if you go after Mueller and you go after the Justice Department, maybe it'll work.
1: The Republicans' target, top FBI agent Peter Strzok.
20: testimony that you are about to give shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God.
1: (laughs) Months before, Mueller had removed Strzok from his team.
0: Carrie Johnson, NPR.
6: Pete Strzok is the embodiment of the president's defender's case, that the FBI and the Justice Department are biased against Donald Trump and the people surrounding him, and this whole investigation is tainted.
15: The hearing
1: focused on text messages critical of the future president, between Strzok and an FBI attorney with whom he was having an affair.
15: You want me to read this? Yes, please. Yes, sir. OMG, he's an idiot. July 19, 2016.
18: Hi, how was Trump other than a douche? Melania? July 21st, 2016. Trump is a disaster. I have no idea how destabilizing his presidency would be.
15: Ms. Page said, not ever going to become president, right? Right? Uh, No, no, he's not. We'll stop it. Repeat that again.
28: No,
27: no, he's not. We'll stop it. Peter Strzok did and said things that gave them ammunition to say, well, you must be biased. Therefore, the whole investigation is biased. Therefore, the whole thing is uh, discredited.
1: Strzok said his personal opinions didn't affect his work, and a DOJ inspector general's report found no evidence that it had.
30: And you have come in here and said, I had no bias.
0: Congressman Louie Gohmert.
30: And you do it with a straight face. And I watched you in the, in the private testimony you gave, and I told some of the other guys, he is really good. He's lying, he knows, we know he's lying, and he could probably pass a polygraph. Point. It's amazing. Mr.
12: Chairman,
26: no, this is Mr. Time. Chairman.
20: I'm sorry, it I to pause. it was
12: an outcry of the Republican base fed up with the establishment. A government was at war with itself in that moment, and Louis Gomer was the congressman who personified that battle. It's
30: before, my time. That's a gentleman so from Rhode Island will suspend him. No, the disgrace. Mister, Mister is what this man has done. The gentleman from Texas dead. will suspend for a there moment. There is the disgrace, and it won't be recaptured anytime soon because of the damage you've done to the justice system. And I can't help but wonder when I see you looking. There, with a little smirk. How many times did you look so innocent into your wife's eye and lie to her about uh,
4: Lisa? Mr. Right. Chairman, uh, this is outrageous. the of a witness shame always
6: mind. Mr. Chair, you Mr. You. Mr. Chairman, you. please. Have you, Mr. No, Chairman, this
27: is an intolerable what harassment of the wrong witness.
30: Wrong with that? You need your medication.
27: Peter Strzok the becomes a perfect control. exemplar for them. The symbol of all that they can attach to this. Uh, you know, cabal on top of the FBI.
3: Chaos on Capitol Hill. The circus landed in D.C. Fireworks
23: on okay, Capitol MP. Hill unfolding on live TV at times... Republicans and Democrats
25: clashing on Capitol Hill today uh,
23: in the nth degree.
1: Republicans were now joining Trump's war against Mueller, the Justice Department, the FBI, and the threat of impeachment.
14: Jack Goldsmith. Trump has stronger support among Republicans than just about any president of the last eight. He's caused a lot of politicians to cower before him, politicians who otherwise are people of integrity and otherwise don't agree with any of this, and they've gone along because he controls the politics of his party, including their ability to get reelected. It's really an amazing thing.
7: President Trump is kicking off his week-long trip to Europe.
20: It's Mr. Trump's first visit as president. He has
1: the day after the Struck hearing, Donald Trump made his first presidential visit to the United Trump Kingdom.
9: Trump also meeting with the Queen of England. Was the highlight of any president's visit to Just the then, United Just then,
1: reporters at the Justice Department were told a surprise announcement was coming.
6: We were sitting the, in the seventh floor of the Justice Department, waiting for this news conference to begin. Carrie Johnson, NPR. The mood in that room was very tense. There was a lot of excitement. People were wondering what would happen. And on the screen was... CNN footage.
3: Let me just stop you there. Uh, The uh, deputy attorney general is uh, speaking in Washington. Fascinating. Let's listen in.
25: Rod Rosenstein. 11 of the defendants are charged with conspiring to hack into computers, steal documents, and release those documents with the intent to interfere in the election.
6: Rod Rosenstein came out and said, we have identified Russian GRU officers down to the offices where they sat and their exact names.
25: According to the allegations it was a
6: remarkable moment.
25: The defendants worked for two units of the main intelligence directorate of the Russian general staff known as the GRU.
6: Peter Baker. I can't
27: remember a split screen moment quite like this. You have on one side, the president of the United States visiting the queen of England. And on the other side of the screen is Rod Rosenstein A movie maker couldn't have scripted this more extraordinary.
1: A nearly 30-page indictment laid out the details of the Russian hacking of the 2016 election
18: in granular detail. Unit 74455 was located at 22 Kirova Street, Kimki, Moscow. The conspirators activated X agents' keylog and screenshot function between 4:19 p.m. and 4:56 p.m. Searched for certain words and phrases.
0: Author and journalist Greg Miller.
18: It is
17: by far the most extensive evidence laid out publicly. Um, that almost makes it irrefutable that Russia did do this. The indictments were the work of Special Counsel Robert Mueller. After a year of listening to Trump say this is all a witch hunt, this is all fake news, nothing is real, there was no collusion, here's Mueller's answer. Oh, really? Look at this. Look what we have.
25: When we confront foreign interference in American elections, it's important for us to avoid thinking politically as Republicans or Democrats and instead to think patriotically as Americans.
14: Jack Goldsmith. Rosenstein, I'm quite sure, enjoyed going out there with an affirmation of Justice Department independence to be able to announce these indictments about something that Trump says is a witch hunt. He's been trashing this investigation for over a year. What a statement of DOJ independence.
3: Well, well, you've been listening to the uh, Deputy Attorney General uh ...with a news conference timed literally as the U.S. president and his wife were walking into Windsor Castle for tea, the deputy attorney general... It was a
12: dramatic scene, and for President Trump, uh, yet again, the cloud, as he calls it, hangs over his entire presidency. That he doesn't really understand where it's going, or what's coming next, and if it's coming for him.
24: With tensions
20: between the U.S. and Russia at the highest level since the... Cold.
24: President
3: Trump's Helsinki summit with President Vladimir Putin... Three days
1: later, in his first one-on-one summit with Vladimir Putin, President Trump showed little concern about the indictment of the Russian officers.
11: We've been waiting for now for quite some
6: time. It is very
29: testy in here. Greg Miller.
17: I think everybody in the room knew that there was the potential that we were going to be witnessing something extraordinary.
1: Then they came forward. On television around the world, they would answer a few questions.
9: Yamiche Sendor. President Trump is standing next to the person who intelligence agencies say ordered the hacking and the meddling of our elections.
4: I have just concluded a meeting with President Putin on a wide range of critical issues for both of our countries.
27: Staff has no idea what's going to happen, obviously. This is a president who doesn't stick to the script, so you never know for sure what what he's going to say.
13: Mr. President, you tweeted this morning that it's U.S. foolishness, stupidity, and the Mueller probe that is responsible for the decline in U.S. relations
2: with Russia.
4: Yeah, I hold uh, both countries responsible. I think that the United States has been foolish. I think we've all been... He
17: launches into a monologue, um, a rampage about we're, we're to blame, the Russians might be to blame, but we're also to blame.
4: So I think that the, the probe is a disaster for our country. I think it's kept us apart, it's kept us separated. There was no collusion at all, uh, everybody knows it. President
31: Putin denied having anything to do with the election interference in 2016. Every US intelligence agency has concluded that Russia did. My first question for you, sir, is who do you believe?
17: Who do you believe? That's the starkest possible way to put that question question to the president.
4: My people came to me, Dan Coats came to me, and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this, I don't see any reason why it would be.
6: This was somebody who, only days after an indictment against Russian military officials, appeared to be siding with a foreign country as opposed to the conclusions of U.S. intelligence and U.S. law enforcement.
4: I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today.
17: But if you listen to his words, he's saying, well, my intelligence chief, Dan Coats, comes to me and says this, but Putin has told me very strongly that he didn't do it. When Trump uses the words very strongly,
1: he's using an
17: adjective to him that means almost more than anything.
1: Just before the president left the stage, he had one final statement to make.
4: And I have to say, if anybody watched Peter Strzok, testify over the last couple of days and I was in Brussels watching it. It was a disgrace to the FBI It was a disgrace to our country and you would say that was a total witch hunt. Thank you very much everybody Thank you the
7: president of the United States cannot let go. That someone is challenging his legitimacy Extraordinary moment in
15: American history something. I thought I would never see there
17: was an immediate sense that that had gone about as bad as it possibly could, that all of their efforts to corral him, prepare him for this moment, had failed to protect the administration, to protect the president from his own worst
1: impulses.
18: The ripples of the event that just took As place the
1: president mining. boarded Air Force One to return to Washington, the fallout was growing. ...a
12: stunning rebuke to his own U.S. Republican strategists texted me immediately, calling it a disaster. They worried that the Russia issue could now come roaring back just months ahead of the midterm elections.
1: The negative tweets were immediate and overwhelming. Former CIA director John Brennan called it treasonous. Republican senators John McCain, Jeff Flake, and Bob Corker, and dozens of other congressional Republicans were strongly critical.
2: It appears Mueller has convinced yet another witness to... An the
3: investigation heating up on several fronts. Trump,
1: Trump tried to walk back some of his remarks, but today, as the summer the came Mueller to a close, to f- the f- ultimate yet, showdown was looming.
7: Conspiracy theory, deep state... The Mueller President
1: was closing Trump. in on the president's, Trump. president's
7: Trump. inner circle. Paul Manafort, guilty,
1: guilty, and agreed to cooperate Paul with Mueller. Manifor,
5: ...convicted in federal court on financial... You got
13: the guilty verdict in the Paul Manafort case... Michael Cohen, guilty and,
1: an open court, implicated the president.
5: His former lawyer implicating him in campaign finance violations.
1: Cohen. And reports that White House counsel Don McGahn, an eyewitness to the events in the West Wing, voluntarily talked to Mueller's team for 30 hours.
18: just learned White House counsel Don McGahn had been talking to the Mueller team. Mueller is
12: deliberately taking a low profile, talking to different people, building different parts of the investigation, because he knows he will have a narrow window to make his case to the American people, and it better be ironclad. This is a White House that's under
3: siege.
20: Even
1: inside the White House, the president is increasingly isolated.
3: Explosive new book paints an ugly picture of the president.
1: Senior officials have been quoted questioning his grip on
22: reality.
0: From Bob Woodward's book, Fear.
22: He's an idiot. It's pointless to try to convince him of anything. He's gone off the rails. We're in crazy town. In the New York Times, an anonymous op-ed,
5: op-ed... headlined, I am a part of the
1: resisting... ...claims his staff worry about his judgment and work to thwart his whims.
22: His impulsiveness results in half-baked, ill-informed, and occasionally reckless decisions that have to be walked back. And reports that Rod Rosenstein, in the days
1: after Comey's firing...
3: Rosenstein talked about possibly ...raised the question
22: of
1: having the president removed to from the office.
3: 25th to ...the US Rosenstein has
21: disputed and denied that report...
1: Rosenstein's future is in jeopardy.
21: ...Rod Rosenstein's future up in the air, and now there are these reports today that he might be about to...
1: Be now, Trump is rallying his base ahead of the midterm elections. very Once again, on the attack.
4: The obstructionists, the Democrats are obstructionists. We must elect more Republicans so we can get the votes that we need. You're voting for which party controls Congress, very important thing.
1: His presidency at stake.
9: We will
4: impeach him, we will impeach him. But I say, how do you impeach somebody that hasn't done anything
6: wrong? If Democrats take control of the House, they are going to be a subpoena-generating machine aimed at every federal agency and specific Trump appointees and the White House itself. And this White House is going to find itself playing permanent defense for the rest of the Trump presidency.
13: The stakes could be as large as whether Mueller can continue. This president may feel empowered to move finally, as we know he wants to do, to either fire Bob Mueller or fire Jeff Sessions or fire Rod Rosenstein or find some way to shut this investigation down.
14: Mueller is not going to remove the president of the United States from office. He doesn't have that power, and I'm sure he doesn't have that ambition. The way that the president can be removed, if that's the goal, is through impeachment and conviction by the Senate or through elections. And both of those involve heavy doses of the involvement of the American people, either through their representatives in Congress or through elections. And that's why, at the end of the day, it's the American people who are going to decide Trump's fate and that's why so much is at stake in the 2018 and especially the 2020 elections.
0: Go to pbs.org frontline for our latest reporting on the Russia investigation.
4: This is a pure and simple witch hunt. Thank you very much.
0: And as part of Frontline's transparency project, see key quotes from the
19: film in context. This was the most aggressive campaign that the Russians ever
14: mounted in the history of our elections. So the stakes could not be higher.
0: Connect to the Frontline community on Facebook, Twitter, and pbs.org Frontline.
16: Frontline is made possible by contributions to your PBS station from viewers like you. Thank you and by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Major support is provided by the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, committed to building a more just, verdant, and peaceful world. More information is available at MacBound.org. The Ford Foundation, working with visionaries on the front lines of social change worldwide at fordfoundation.org. Additional support is provided by the Abrams Foundation, committed to excellence in journalism, The Park Foundation, dedicated to heightening public awareness of critical issues. The John and Helen Glessner Family Trust, supporting trustworthy journalism that informs and inspires. The Wincoat Foundation. And by the Frontline Journalism Fund, with major support from John and Joanne Hagler, and additional support from William and Helen Pounds. Trump's
0: Showdown was directed by Michael Kirk, written by Michael Kirk and Mike Weiser, produced by Michael Kirk, Mike Weiser, and Philip Bennett, and produced and reported by Jim Gilmore and Gabriel Schonder. The managing editor of Frontline is Andrew Metz. The executive producer of Frontline is Rainey aronson rath To order Frontline, Trump's Showdown on DVD, visit Shop PBS or call 1-800-PLAY-PBS. This program is also available on Amazon Prime Video.